Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Good afternoon, two minutes past three. Welcome to the show. Kimba on the Roots with you live from Studio Lumo USA. Thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Uh, muggy old day outside, currently 31.9 degrees. Going to introduce a man now that should be arrested for overacting sometimes. Roots, that was sad, that was. Let's bring him in, the big dog. What's the matter, you? Hey, got no respect. What do you think you do? Nothing. Why you look so sad? Exactly. It's not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up for you, please. 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 Oh, no, I was going to say, I developed a new empathy for you over the summer. <laughs> really? Well, for two weeks, I lost the hearing in my right ear. Oh, did you? Yeah. And I thought, oh, wow, this is what Kim talks about. Two weeks, I well, couldn't I don't hear. Talk about it. I just apologise because you guys aren't that patient with my hearing sometimes. Yes, it tests that patience. It does test you. I know. It, I it's thought, a terrible thing. Thought I was just about to go through that period again just then. Oh, yes, uh, just to fill in the missing pieces, Michelangelo has a little button or a little uh, knob. Dial. Dial, yeah, to put up and down for the volume. And uh, after five years, he hasn't really worked it out. And it came through a little <laughs> bit loud, and you fair dinkum. you think he'd been electrocuted. Oh, well. so he carried on. Yeah. Uh, interesting day today, Root. It's been a good one, actually. Uh, we're live and interactive. If anyone wants to have their say, mm. thanks to the Morn Team Hyundai text line, 0427-154-166. Morn Team Hyundai, Cheltenham. Put them on your shopping list. Um, we'd like to hear from you. We had a good day today, Rich. At 9.30, we're down at the Port Adelaide Football Club at Alberton. Well, I had a good day, but I know the ghosts of Alberton got you again. Why do you get spat on this time? Well, they did worse to you this Some time. bastard stole my keys. Well, this is <laughs> this is for all the remarks you've made about Port Adelaide uh, and all these allegations that their fans steal cars. I say that in jest, Rich. And uh, it bit you on the backside today. Well, it appears that it may have. Firstly, though, thank you to the Port Adelaide Football Club. They do it very well. We were down there and we had access to Matthew Richardson who gave us a tour through the new yes. uh, MG, what is it, MG? MG High Performance High Centre. Performance I tell you what, if Center. you were a footballer from the 50s or 60s at Port Adelaide, mm. when you were under corrugated roofs mm. with no air conditioning at all, let alone carpet on the floor, 
You be going, what sort of heaven is this? Well, imagine if you went back to the 20s and 30s, you did oh. a Back to the Future and you transported someone into it those facilities. Shock to yeah. them. And even uh, myself not being in there for a while, and uh, Richo, we went into one of the medical rooms mm. and he said, you'd like this, son, Kimbo, it's the groin tester. Groin tester. It did not look enjoyable no. at all because groin strength is really important. Absolutely. As we've noticed the last 20 years. Mm. So a big thank you to Matthew Richardson for the tour that he gave us. We'll get into that shortly. Kenny Hinckley for answering any question that was posed to him. Chris Davies as well. Josh Carr, always good to see yeah. Josh. He worked with Josh on our footy coverage at AA for a mm. couple of years. And Luke Kelly, it was the first time I'd met him. Mm. Then I'm going to do a few more thank yous, uh, Roach, because my keys did disappear. So let's start at the beginning. You turn up mm. and you put your keys on a table. That's what we, you believe we, you did. We were at the... Precinct. Precinct vicinity on yep. the uh, facility, sorry, on, on the, the balcony. Stand, yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. They put on a brekkie. Mm. And I walked in with David Wildey. We grabbed the first table. There were sort of people everywhere. A few mm. people didn't recognise. Yeah. And then I saw Vicky Schwartz, who used to be Vicky Job. I worked with I her. I did see that hug. Yeah. Roach, we hadn't seen each other about be seven years, I reckon. Hadn't bumped no. into her. No, I hadn't. She used to live in Prosperity, her and Carl, her husband. And uh, yeah, so, and we used to sit alongside of each other at Channel yes. 9. And she's mad Port Adelaide. Yes. She's just Absolutely. loves the club. Yes. And um, yeah, so then I swapped tables. I thought I'll get rid of Wilds and I'll, I'll go sit with VJ and have a good chat. Vicky yeah. Job was yeah. her maiden yeah. name. Yes. And then Corey Norris came and sat down with us, who used to be a sports reporter at nine here in Adelaide before mm. going to Melbourne. Now he's back doing weekends. Yes. So I think I picked the keys up, Rich, from my oh, phone. Yeah. David Wildey said I did, mm. put them on my table. But then when we walked across the ground to do the tour of the facilities, mm. they have just never been seen since. Well, to all our good friends at Alberton, if you find a set of keys, now how would these be identifiable? Well, it's a Kia car. There's a little bottle opener. And I've got, I don't know, I should be saying, they've got the holiday house key on it and the home keys as well, Rooch. But as David Wildey said, when you lose a key now, it's not like the old days, no. that's $300 for a new key. Well, if anyone finds these keys, please help. So I'll finish the story, Rooch, because you left, you left me there, abandoned me by myself. So Lucas from the media department was great because everyone was busy. Hmm. They had the training session about the start. Saw Chad too, had a good chat yep. with Chad, the human pectoral. Uh, Lucas was great. So we retraced all my steps everywhere. We spoke to the bar staff. We spoke to reception downstairs, thinking they would have been handed in. Uh, bumped into Zach Butters. He had a look across the oval. One of the world's nicest men, Travis Boak, looked, walked across the oval with Jamie, uh, the young girl from the media department, yes, yeah. looking for them as well. Um, so couldn't find them anywhere. So in the end, Daniel Norton, head of media, another one of the world's greatest blokes, I said, snorts. You're going to have to give me a bloody lift back to Prospect because I need to get a key for the car. Mm. So he drove me back to Prospect. Wow. I broke into the house. <gasps> and um, then we drove back and he said, Cumbo, he calls me Cumbo, God knows why. He said, Cumbo, imagine if we get back there and your car's gone. That would be concerning. So, Roach, we get back there. Car's there, though, isn't it? Nowhere to be seen. No, come on. Stolen. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, Don't no, start. It wasn't. No. The car was there. <laughs> oh. The car was there, but it is a, a big I did put mystery. A limit. I did put a limit to how far we would torture you today. <laughs> well, I rang you. I thought you you're getting a bit ditzy. I thought you may have picked them up inadvertently. No, no, seriously. No, so it's a mystery. So there's a group all text or email that's gone out to all the staff. There's about 100 down there at Port Adelaide. Over 90, Richo yep, said. Exactly. So I got cut back to 40 during COVID. COVID. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 
So that's that's amazing. They're all slowly really rebuilding their base there. Yes. And so I'll tell you what it is. It's quite an environment, Albert and Noble now, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's unbelievable. It was mm. uh, it was beautiful. And to hear about the plans for the future as well. There's yep. a lot of work still to happen. Yes. So well done to all involved. And a big thank you to Matthew, Matthew Richardson. Hey, we'll get to something that Richo said a little bit later. Yep. And something that was said also in regards to Ken and Warren Treadrow. Which yeah, we'll, 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 I think... We'll, I think that's left it pretty clear in our minds that they will not be breaking bread anytime soon, Kenny. That was your interpretation? I've got no doubt about that. All right. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, later. A few texts coming through. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, boy. The stereotype is running rife right now. Thanks (laughs) for getting your keys stolen at Elvish. Well, no, we didn't get them stolen. Well, we're not saying they were stolen, were they? I'm very open-minded, Rich. It could be anything. I would hate to think they would be. What if they were stolen? I'm sure they would have gone as well. Yeah, there was about four car parks there. So, yeah, yeah no. Well, that but is a mystery, though. It is and an that absolute... Is, that is annoying. Oh, here's a text that has brought a smile to my face. Mon Team Cheltenham will fund the new key Kimbo, Daniel Thomas, the dealer principal. Oh, my goodness. God love you, DT. I'll accept that offer, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank you, DT. So if you're looking for a, uh, a Kia or a Hyundai, or any, they see it, sell nearly every car, Mon Team. Pop yep. in and see the team down there. I bought my car there. Uh, they're the most beautiful organisation to deal with. Mm. They, they genuinely care, Rooch. All right, we need to go to a break. Then we've got a bit to go through, Rooch. Yes, we'll we go do. around the grounds. The news around. We'll take you through what happened at the Port Adelaide Football Club. It was interesting. We actually sat in the meeting room, didn't we, where all the yes. players actually sit. Yep. And we had the staff in front of us where we could fire as many questions as we want. Uh, Blighty took a bit of the spotlight, didn't he? Hey. Felt very much at home, didn't oh, he? Oh, jeez. I thought geez, he had some memories of his childhood out on that <laughs> wing. I know. I thought he was back coaching again. I forgot it was Ken there for a while. Yeah, All right. And they're, they're strongly connected. Well, they are. Yep. Oh, it was his coach. Yeah, and assistant coach together. And I see they walked across the ground together to yeah. go and have a little bit of a, yes. uh, a chat. Yeah. But if you're a Port fan or a footy fan in general, the technology involved at AFL clubs now is just the next level. Extraordinary, isn't it? That view behind the grounds, well, we'll get into it shortly, Rich. It's 11 past three. We need to get into a break. Big thank you to Hyundai, especially down there at Cheltenham. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. 317, Kim on the Roots, we appreciate your company. Uh, a lot of texts coming through regarding me losing my keys at Alberton uh, or misplacing them. Hi, Kimbo. Did you say you are at Alberton and you thought your keys would be handed in? You're a funny man. That's Glenn from Salisbury Heights. Good. Yeah, very mm, good. Very, very good. good. Uh, what's this one? Oh, no, I'll read that one later. Hang on. Uh, here's one from Ethel. There's Hello, no, Ethel. There's nothing high performance about you, Ruchi. Ethel from Ethelton. Well, she'd be talking from experience, Ruchi, I think. Yeah, well. You can never be accused of uh, being an ageist, Ruchi, given you're dating a 95-year-old. <laughs> and uh, talking of people getting involved with the show, Mike Dobbin got a fair run yesterday from McGain Real Estate. We do appreciate their support. They give our show and the station, Ruchi. I didn't appreciate the correspondence that arrived this morning. The legal one. You deserve that, Ruchi. You got plenty. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dobbo's a tad embarrassed. He sent her a text. I'm listening young to my new favourite station. 
Dobbo, Kimbo and the Rooch. Oh, he's giving yeah. himself top billing, has he? He really has. You'll have to spend more with us, Dobbo. Top I need, billing, I'll need to see you Michael. next week and get that signed up. Right. Rory, Rory Laird wants to go to your island. All right, Rooch. So coming up on the show today, I'll go through these quickly. We're behind time because I've been waffling on. Yes. 3.30, Lockie Schultz has been elevated to the Crows' uh, new eight-man leadership group. No, we'll have a chat no, to him. No, no. What is it? <laughs> it's not Lockie Schultz. Oh, gee, place for Collingwood. <laughs> I wrote down Lockie. I'm a bit rattled, Rooch. I'll forgive you, but that's corrected. Yeah, yeah. Lockie Murphy. Thank you. Well, fair thing. I did write down Schultz too. Did you? Well, I didn't bloody right. get it till 2.30, Rooch. I'd right, been no, down yeah. Port Adelaide. Hey, I'm not hanging yet. All right, then. I'd hang you. Uh, Rooch's roast. The difference, you <laughs> see. <laughs> no, you, you just do yours. Stealth. Or through the paper, you prick. Yeah, you used to. Hello, Mum. Uh, what, what's the roast? Who are you roasting today? You actually planted the seed last night. Really? I had I had a bit of it working over the weekend when I read of Peter Laylaw's exit mm. from the Australian newspaper circuit. But then something you said yesterday about how you appreciated and understanding what happened in the Crows trial game made the seed germinate into oh, a roast. Oh, the article in the yes. advertiser. Well, credit due when it's yeah. due. Uh, Cooper Murley will join us at uh, 4.30. He's been at Collingwood the last two years. He's back now with the Norwood Footy Club. That was announced a few months ago. We thought we'd touch base, Rooch, see He'd what his experience was like yeah. at Collingwood and uh, and why he chose to go back to his former club. Yep. Norwood. There is one who did go back home, so to speak. All right. Mm. What I'm going to do, Rooch, yes? uh, is uh, jump into another break because we have to do it at 3.21 at the latest. And we really want to talk about this media briefing at Port Adelaide. And then another injury at the Hawthorne Football Club. Mm. So we'll take a break. So we keep it on time. We're here thanks to Hyundai. We love you, Hyundai. And Studio Lumo SA. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 24, we'll whack the music down and get straight into it, Breach. We've got a bit to get through here. Uh, we were at the Port Adelaide Football Club media briefing today. There were a couple of things that caught my attention. Now, mm. you just touched on one with Warren Treadray and Ken Hinckley. Uh, one of the print journos, uh, you were sitting at the back. I couldn't tell who was from behind me. Asked Actually, the question. No, you... uh, Maxie Burford was there. I know. Channel 10. I can't remember who asked the question, but it was based on... Uh, asked direct to Ken Hinckley, would he have a beer with Warren Treadray? Yep. New board member at Port Adelaide, to which Ken said, I don't drink beer. No, he doesn't. Then it became... He'd have a Coke. Coffee, and I don't drink coffee. And then we all know about how Ken drinks... It's Coke Zero, isn't it? Yes, Isn't drink Coke Zero. Everyone yep. noted in the box. And at that point, I think it became very clear that this line of questioning needed someone to interject. And Chris Davies said, well, he would be the conduit between the football department and the board. So, so that doesn't definitively say they're not going to meet. Right, but it you didn't sound like as if Ken was in a hurry to meet Warren Treadray. I don't think it? they'd be best friends. Here's a text that's come mm. through. Hi, boys. I'm sure Richie Rooch Rooch also listened to this too. Now, Treader said on your oppo station last night that he would have no problem sitting down and working with Ken. So if they're not breaking bread anytime soon, as you say, then we clearly know which party is sooking up. Not no, necessarily no. sooking, is it? It's just a <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't want to sit down with him. But we don't know. I'm right. sure they will, Rooch. I have no doubt. Well, they've already had to have a moment in the boardroom hmm. when Ken and Chris Davies presented. 
But if you're going to talk about actually a moment where the two of them are in a corner at Albert and Oval sharing a drink and sharing ideas, that will be mm. interesting when that unfolds. All right. Uh, here's a text. But time does heal all wounds, doesn't yep. it? Oh, not always. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roach, uh, in regards to dating Ethel, a lot of people, it's getting a lot of traction. Mm. Ethel, 95 this year, I think. Mm. Uh, didn't know Roach was dating someone younger than him. Oh, boom, boom. Mm. Roach, there are so many positives. What the Port Adelaide Football Club, as all clubs aspire to do, are putting their playing list, giving them every chance they can, and also looking after their supporters. We'll get to some of the things yeah. that are happening down there. The facilities are unbelievable, and they're also designed to be user-friendly for the supporter base. And the community. Yep, definitely. Mm. The other thing that caught my attention was when uh, Matthew Richardson, who did a wonderful presentation yes. and tour for us, he's such an affable, decent man, but I sort of thought, did I hear this right with my dodgy hearing? He opened up by saying that, um, oh, some people are claiming he said you'd win three flags in five years. Well, technically he's right because we've gone through every interview that was done in... Uh, you have. 2021. <laughs> Thank you. Because it was in February 2021 that Port Adelaide issued the Chasing Greatness Manifesto. Mm. Now, in there, it quite clearly says, and oh, I've got it here, February 15, 2021 from the Port Adelaide Football Club's website, and it talks about the vision includes winning three premierships. And this was a five-year plan, so yep. three flags. Now, Richard's technically right. We can't find him ever saying on the record, we're going to win three flags in five years. Now, he talks about their aspirations, but technically, if you're going to say, can you find him actually ever saying it? No. But the manifesto surely got his signature to it, doesn't it? Yeah, and we've got it so. in front of us there. Can I just give it some clarity, possibly? Because I was sitting at the front because I'm so deaf. Mm. Um, and I heard him say, and I thought... Well, that's interesting. He said uh, people are out there attributing me saying that we'd win flu fags in five years. Yeah. Now, that was an aspiration, Got no which is different that. as opposed to saying we will win three flags in five years. We're aspiring to win. Well, as it says, the vision includes. So that's what your vision, that's what your hope is. That's yeah. what your aspiration, that's what you're wanting. So maybe that was the confusion. Maybe. That, that he is saying people are out there saying that he said we'd categorically win three flags in five years. No, as I, don't opposed came, I don't think he ever said that, did he? No, you well, maybe that's you. what he yeah. was clearing up. Yeah. All right. Gee, um, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of aspirational statements around the AFL at the moment, though, aren't well, there? Well, of course there are. Mm. All right. Um, <clears throat> so Port fans have got a lot to look forward to. They it was a great indeed. presentation. It was interesting hearing the uh, coaching staff talk so candidly about players. Questions were asked about Georgiades. David Wildey asked, would he, could he play in defence? Uh, I think, I think the fit. answer to that is very much no. Yes, because of his ball use and decision-making, mm. whereas he's more instinctive as a forward. So, yeah, if you've got any questions, uh, send us a text. Hey, Roach, on the other side of the news, we'll have a chat to Lockie Murphy. Mm -hmm. All right, he'll be joining us. Part of the new eight-man leadership group at the Adelaide Crows. This is Kimba and the Roach. We're live from Studio Lumo on a Tuesday afternoon. Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. Three 
34 on a Tuesday afternoon, not a bad day outside, a little humid, 32.3. Uh, we're live from Studio Lumo SA here at number one King William Street in the city. If you want to send a text, do it on the Mourn Team Hyundai Cheltenham text line 0427154166. Ethel is up and about, Rooch, after I said I lost my keys down at Albert and Oval today. Yes. Although I was stolen. Uh, Ethel sent a text saying, last time I lost my keys, it was in the swinging 60s. Ho, ho. Very promiscuous, Rooch. Wow. Okay. Uh, coming up at four o'clock, the time on a journalistic masterpiece, which is Rucci's Roast. Uh, who are you roasting? Quick. The loss of a grand football tradition. Okay. You haven't sold that one too well. I'm sorry. All right. Go I don't home. want to give it all away too soon. All right. Then 4.30, we'll have a chat to Cooper Murley. Spent the last two years at the Collingwood Football Club. He's now back at Norwood. But looking forward to chatting to our next guest. He's been on the show before, Roach. He's a lesson in hard work and perseverance. Yes. He was a rookie-listed player going back in ooh, 2018. He was picked 38 mm. in the rookie draft. He's now played 98 games. And he's been elevated... To the Adelaide Crows leadership group. And he's a great personality. He is. He's a character. And he's got a large head too. Lockie Murphy. Hello, Lock. <laughs> How are we, guys? Good. You're not, you haven't got your speedo. Talking, are we talking circumference of head or what, well, big well, brain? Good question. You've, you've got good it question, both Lockie. ways. Though. You've got a long one and a wide one, oh, haven't wow. you? <laughs> I, I do. I do sometimes get wide the long face. Right. <laughs> Have you guys, because footy clubs are famous for this and they do it on the footy shows, have you all measured your heads down at the Adelaide Footy Club? Who's got the biggest buffer? <laughs> no, I don't, but I can guarantee you it's Riley O'Brien. Yep, right. Oh, good call. Hey, let me ask it another way, um, Lockie. Rather than yep. physical size, who has got the biggest head at Adelaide? Oh, Roach. <laughs> oh, I can't say. But uh, on. Yeah, I would have thought so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, congratulations. <laughs> uh, it was almost harder, though, to find someone from the Crows that's not in the leadership group. <laughs> yeah. you got bloody eight of you. Uh, I'll go through them, for those that aren't across it. Uh, Jordan Dawson was there last year. He's the captain. Three vice-captains, Brody Smith, Ben Keyes, Riley O'Brien. And then four additions to the leadership group, Darcy Fogarty, Lockie Murphy, Wayne Miller, and Mitchie Hinge. Did this come as a surprise? Um, I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's the, probably the best part was um, being voted in by your peers and mm. um, you know, obviously the, the players and coaches um, get a fair say. And, and so that, that's a humbling um, thing to sort of realise that they see what I do day to day as something that they want to follow. Um, in terms of how many are in there, that obviously we don't get a say in that. They um, decide what's best for the team, what's best for the leadership group at that point in time. And um, I guess they felt that we had uh, a good uh, core group of guys around that age of 25, 26 that have really been putting some work in, in that area. And um, I guess our job is, is to support Dorse and, mm. and the vice captains as much as we can throughout the season. So, um, to, yeah, to be able to give that opportunity to sort of do that is something that I'm really, uh, you know, I'm really honoured to, to be able to do that. So, Lockie, how how does an eight man leadership group contribute to a singular theme for a footy team? Where a lot of people like say, look, the old fashioned way of captain vice captain is simple. The two leaders follow them, and when it's eight, captain, yeah, well, yeah. eight begins to sound like a committee if you get our drift. How, how do you make that work? That's a good question and one that I might be able to answer later in the year because I've been in the group for about six hours. Mm. So uh, it's a good question. And I guess more um, DJ, the leadership 
manager was more about the diversity of thought. Yeah. Um, yep. You know, I, I personally, as you guys might have been aware, I, I see life and and things a little bit differently to someone like a Riley O'Brien, a mm-hmm. high intellect, if you will. So just more the management of you know, the, the groups, and the squads at this day and age, they're 44 deep. So yeah. to endorse uh, individually to be able to get across every single person and check in mentally with everyone is a big task. And, and as well as the added pressure for Dorse to, or for all of us to perform week in, week out. So it's more um, chipping in, helping out where we can and um, more of a, a, as you said, sort of group effort to achieve what we want to achieve. And ultimately, that's win games of footy. It's rare for a man to leave one footy club, immediately arrive at another one and be seen as the captain. But what's made Jordan Dawson stand out for you? Um, well, his work ethic, as soon as he got to the club, was was outstanding. And um, something that he, he has a really good knack of being able to deliver a message um, real composed, where mm. some others might be a bit heated um, in the moment or... He's just real calm, and when he speaks, it's nice and calm. He gets across his message um, really well, and I reckon that stood out from day one when he when he walked in the door. But and then obviously he leads on on, on ground like you know, like no other. So um, he's a fantastic natural leader, and um, there's still areas that he's working on, and, and what we're all working on. So it's just I guess exciting to be able to support him. Um, in any way that I can. Uh, junior Wayne Miller is in the leadership group as well. He's doing a press conference today. We're just waiting for the audio to come through. Can you update where he's at with his hammies? Will he be right round one? I can. Is that what you're hearing? Uh, I was uh, alongside him in that press conference and he declared that he will not be fit this weekend. However, we'll be aiming for some match minutes against West Coast the following okay. week. So then it gets hard then to be right for round one, do you think? Oh, that's a Darren Burgess question, I, I dare say. If he's fit and raring to go, we'd love to have him in the team. That's Been sure. here before. Oh, with Burjo. Yeah, he got it wrong last year before. Yeah, <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let it go. That's uh, let your, it go. That's your hey, fight, not mine. Well, I was right, wasn't yeah, I? You were he shouldn't right. have played yeah, round yeah, one. Yeah. I love him as a player, but he wasn't ready. Yeah. Hey, uh, talking of Burjo, how's the summer been? How's the pre-season been? And do you feel like yeah. every club we hear, oh, we're fitter and stronger this year, do you feel that way? Yeah, we do when I... It's we're all robots these days, as you guys know. And mm. if every club isn't saying that, well, then we're sort of kidding ourselves, aren't we? Like, yeah. of course, we're fitter, we're stronger. We're, we're trying for three months. You know, the weather's nice. It's, it's awesome. We're raring to go. So we'll we'll find out when we verse opposition uh, this week. Um, but internally, we feel like we're on the right track. We've um, obviously another year of growth, as it's been stated. We we are a young team, average age-wise, but every pre-season for everyone is a bonus. Um, so, yeah, we feel like we're fit and healthy. We feel like we've made some strides, um, you know, inside the four walls. And as I just mentioned, we kind of mean stuff all until we go out there and, and do it against opposition. So that's a, another test that we have uh, this week, next week, and before the real stuff. Lockie, you came to the club. Uh, you've experienced the tough times. You came along at a terrible time in the nicest mm. possible way. Uh, you arrived in 2018 where expectations were still high with Don Pike. But uh, terrible year for injuries that year, but then things went downhill. You've been part of the rebuild. Was last year the most enjoyable year you've had at senior level? Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, on a more personal note, playing in that small forward row uh, in, in a side that's struggling to the ball and, and put a score on the board is quite tough. Um, noted that I, I wasn't great in that period, but last year in terms of ball movement, I, I felt like 
Um, personally, I was able to get in the game a bit more. Um, I ventured into the stoppage a little bit, which I think is my weapon. Um, so just about to um, sort of contribute to, to some wins. Um, although it wasn't enough, well, it was, but the goal on fire didn't. But anyway, um, but to contribute to some wins and, and be around the top eight side, like that, that's, that's exciting. It was great. And I guess that ending, although sour, it's really uh, lit a flame in all of us. And um, as I said, we've had a strong summer and looking forward to putting it into action. Lockie, the narrative at Adelaide has significantly changed. We don't get the constant theme, oh, who's leaving next and so forth. Oh, I can't. Where, where's, the, where's this grown from? What have been the key changes that have made it a football club where you can see people want to be at and other people want to come to Adelaide? Yeah, it's a fantastic question, really. Um, I think Mixie's done a really good job of, um, as you said, weathering the storm during those years where it wasn't all that enjoyable. Mm. Um, the assistant coaches have a fantastic role in all that as well. And, um, you know, we've been blessed in my I mean, I haven't been anywhere else, but our assistant coaches have always been top-notch. Um, they, they drive that a lot. And, yeah, I guess uh, in terms of the word culture, as you get thrown around mm. a lot as well, but... Um, I guess how you measure that in a way is, is retention, as you just said. And um, for whatever reason, last couple of years, we've been able to build a, a culture around the footy club where people want to come to work. And um, I believe that was a, a big part in resulting in, um, in a few more wins last year and, and a real sense of, you know, uh, belonging at the, at, the, at the pointy end of the season. So um, I can't give the point a specific reason, but it definitely starts from the top and, filter down and I think we've done a really good job of, of all collectively doing doing our role in that and to make it a, a good work environment mm. and um, yeah, result in wins. It shows. Rightly or wrongly, only a couple of years ago, Darcy Fogarty was having his work ethic questioned. I say rightly or wrongly. Now he finds himself in the leadership group. What does he bring to the leadership group? Yeah, Fog's great. Fog's the last couple of years, he's um, that sort of the thing, I think that's really spring bolted him into, you know, a leadership position. In my opinion, he, the talent's unwavering. He's got this, this ability to you stand taller when you're next to him, which he's always had. That's a natural mm. trait. Um, so for him to go back, go to work, um, work on that work ethic stuff, um, really the consistency of effort. He never lacked work ethic, more the consistency of effort. And um, he's a really strong leader with or without the title. Verbal, um, verbally as well? Uh, when he needs to be, yep. Mm. yep. He'll, he'll challenge in the right way, which is important. Um, he needs the balance, of course. But um, no, he's a, he's a natural leader and um, I'm really excited to be able to work a bit more in that space with him, that's for sure. All right, things are starting to get serious. Friday night, you take on Port Adelaide. It's a trial game at Albert and Oval. Firstly, and it probably doesn't matter to the players that much, um, how do you feel about playing Port in these sort of trial games? Does it bother you or not? Us supporters, we think, uh, we think it's sort of sacrilege. They, they, it shouldn't be happening, only in games that are meaningful. Yeah, yeah, I guess a, that a, makes sense, I guess. Um, I can give you the hot tip, whatever I think means jack squat, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess well, I definitely know what you mean in terms of uh, you want every time we see each other to be 50,000 and yeah. breathing fire. So I, I completely understand and I don't know what I say, so I probably agree with it. But as we said, this is uh, pre-season and it's a good opportunity to get, uh, for us to put what we're working on against opposition. The reality is in the season against Port and anywhere else, it's, it's four points up for grabs. So 
um, we'll, we'll do what we've got to do this weekend and um, we'll go from there. Any word if any newbies will be playing this week? I'm not quite sure. Um, what the, I think it's six periods uh, this, this game, so I'm not exactly sure how that's being split up, to be completely honest with you guys. I'm, I'm assuming there will be newbies. Well, there will be because all 44 will be involved yep. that are fit, but I'm not sure what the split will be. Um, I think we'll find that out tomorrow. Michael, you've seen a fair few different formats of pre-seasons. Have we got this one right? Well, I, I believe so. Um, I think we've had a fantastic balance of um, footy scenario-based um, learnings compared to just running a centre of the deck, which is yeah. obviously important. It's a long season. You need to be fit, um, et cetera, et cetera. But it's still a good time for us to um, fine-tune some, some stuff. And the biggest takeaway we had from last year was we lost six or seven games under two goals. So yeah. we've got three months here. We may as well... Um, try and utilise that as much as we can. So we've done a mountain of work in that space, which we're really excited to, you know, we'll just get that's the reality is if we turn those seven losses into maybe two losses, five wins, we're, we're a pretty good footy side. Well, we look forward to watching what you do this year, you personally and the Crows as a team. You're a lot more serious since you became part of the leadership group. Gee, Lockie, we like you when you <laughs> do the laugh. Let's change the pace a little bit. Here's a text. The texts are coming through 0427154166. Thanks to Mourn Team Cheltenham. This one says, has Murphy been fishing with Ned Mackerel McHenry? Uh, I've been out twice with Neddy. Um, he's maybe his head's getting a bit too big in the fishing area. He's not invited anymore. Just the, uh, he's too worried about getting some money from the uh, tourism commission. I think. Yeah, he's doing so a good job on Channel He's all over that stuff. He cops a bit of stick. Oh, absolutely. Uh, no, he's, con- very, he's very good at that. Congratulations, Lockie. It was uh, great news that 8,000 players are now in the leadership group for the Crows. We wish <laughs> you all the best this year, and hopefully we can chat to you again throughout the season. Nah, no worries. Thanks for having me on, guys. Good Excellent. on you, Lockie. Lockie Murphy there. He's a ripper. Game 98 games, Rooch. Mm. He's uh, squeezed every bit of juice out of that lemon. I reckon there's still a little bit to go, though. You're a traditionalist or this modern thinking of big leadership groups? Ah, a little too large for me. Yeah, same. Yeah. I don't get it, but I'm not in the inner sanctum. Yep. Yeah. And, and I, I appreciate feel... Lachlan's view that if it eases the burden on mm. Jordan Dawson because it is a big group to deal with, I get that. Um. Yeah, but full of the leader, one leader, foot, I do yeah, like but that. Footy clubs are a lot more communicable than back in the day. Full time there. Yeah. 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 But you'd almost feel like you're on the outer <laughs> if mm. you're not yeah. part of it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Roots. They do it for a reason. We'll, Certainly. We'll, we'll ask Nixie when he comes on in the next couple of weeks after re-signing. Right. There's a fair bit of commentary on that today. Oh, I tell you, well, actually, oh, we'll wow. do it after the break. Jared Healy yeah. has his say on why there's no rush to sign no Matthew rush. Nix. And he throws a barb at some of the experts, which could be you, Rich. Could be. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. degrees outside, Kimba on the Rooch, thanks to Hyundai. There's a big sale on there at the moment, Rooch. Do you know about that? Are they selling keys as well? (laughs) 
the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. A few more texts coming through regarding my keys. If you've just joined us, I attended a function at the Port Adelaide Football Club today. They were lovely, very accommodating. It was uh, very informative as well, you know, with uh, Matthew Richardson, Ken Hinckley, Chris Davies, Josh Carr, Luke Kelly, mm. along with their media team, Lucas, Daniel Norton and Jamie and a few others as well, Michelle. Um, but my keys disappeared, yes. Rich. This is not... Mystery, this is. This is not BS. This is facts. No. Spent two hours looking for them. Port Adelaide were fantastic. Daniel Norton, their media manager, dropped me off at home so I could go and get uh, another set of keys Then took me back down to Alberton. But there's a few theories, Rich. This one is from Modbury Mac said, Ethel stole your keys, Kimbo. She's had enough of the Roots just rocking up whenever he feels like it. He is an insincere lover. Uh, she's now planning a raunchy bedside surprise for you instead. <laughs> oh, pass. Keep the keys, Ethel. Don't wow. come around. Here's another one. Uh, first prize at Friday night's Port Adelaide raffle will be the keys to a second-hand car and a house featuring a pet rat. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I like it. Very good. Here's another one from Costa. Kim, I heard your keys were lost, inverted commas, at Alberton. Keys don't get lost, inverted commas, in those parts. The place may have been dressed up with some fresh paint, but to quote yourself, it's just lipstick on a pig. I've never used that saying, (laughs) Costa. I've never used that saying, lipstick on a pig. One man who did enjoy being there today was Malcolm Blight. Oh, yes. Virtually reliving as a child when he went there and as a Port Adelaide fan and was out on the Eastern Wing. And started smoking behind the stands too. Don't Shame need on to you. know that. Shame on you. Man. But when uh, we had the question session, he did throw in an interesting barb whereby he praised Port Adelaide for the way in which they had their cups and trophies in history on show. And he mm. said, you know, unlike somewhere else where they took all the photos down. Now, that, that was a barb at former... Crow's chief executive, Andrew Fagan, who mm-hmm. took down all those photos. Yep. Then we've come back and we've learned, well, Adam Uze, the new Richmond coach, has done the same thing at Punt Road where he's taken down historic photos, including the 2017 premiership side. Now, well, how, how's this going to resonate? Well, Mick Doona did it at uh, North Adelaide. And who did it at Adelaide and... United? And it didn't go down well there either. Can't answer that. Someone will text us, though. Well, before we hang him, let's hear from Adam yeah. Uze on removing premiership photos. I had the luxury of walking in and recognising different photos that were up that might have been up for too long and things like that. It's just like, we need some, we need some clear air here. Why is that in this room? Like, that's six years ago. I felt like I was disrespecting people by saying, does this need to be in here? Can we, can we move it? Can we get some blank walls? And the leaders bought into that. We had a discussion around it and it was, it was time that that needed to be shifted and almost like a fresh coat of paint. Now... Ooh. I can understand. Ooh. No, I can understand. Like, if that's in the inner sanctum, like their training rooms, and there's photos of their premierships from '17 and whatever mm. other years mm. they, they they won them, uh, I can get that. If they're still in the club rooms, I hope they are. Yeah, for the public to see. But inside the change room, we say, right, these fellas earned the right to be up here. Mm. You know, now is your time. If you want to be up there, well, we need to achieve XXX. It might be a long bow. Yeah. Um, just blood. He wasn't happy about that whole concept, was he? No, one of his photos were removed. He would have hated it, Rich. Yeah. Eh? Well, it's an interesting debate about. Do you look at those photos as being overbearing on a new group? You know, this is what you're having to live up to, or is it a challenge to them? Which is it? Mm. Well, a little bit of both. Mm. Uh, here's Matt the Hand in Brizzy. He says, considering two ex-captains are on the list, Tex and Sloney, that's a leadership group of at least ten. Yes, you don't stop being a leader when you're that experienced. No, um, 
We'll go just quickly, though, to the question of Matthew Nix, and there's been some debate yes. about it. Uh, I yes. said 100% will be done before round one. No, you said 95%. I said oh, 95% 100%. in the t- first two weeks, Roach, right. but 100% before round one. If Ooh. I end up with googie egg on my face, well, I'll own that. Okay. Won't be as bad as the Collingwood debacle. <laughs> Jared Healy, though, back his first night on Sports Day with Kane Corns, had this to say about Matthew Nix and there being no rush and having a little dig at some so-called experts. No, he'll get signed up without doubt. I noticed uh, a few of the uh, boys in SEN over there in the SA were a little bit uh, <laughs> sensitive as to Gary's commentary about this. But what's the rush? I mean, he'll get they'll get it done. They'll sign him up. Nixie's done a fantastic job on the rebuild. I don't think there's any doubt. Save for a uh, very average goal umpiring decision, he would have played finals footy this year. I don't think there's any rush. I think that was more you, Rooch, because they wrote an article. Someone wrote an article yeah. on the SEN website. Okay. Uh, about uh, us firing up about Gary Lyon's comments. Mm. Yeah. Well, well you Gary were a little said, incredulous. Well, what's to rush to sign him? Mm. No one else wants him. That was mm. the theme. No one else wants him. Well, mm. our point here is this is a man who's put this program in. And we heard from Lockie Murphy about the I'm with the you. That's your point. Yeah. Let's get this out of the way. You know he's the right man. Mm. Just get it over and done with so we don't have this debate not, going I, through. Can I just go on record? I'm yeah. not fussed if it goes to, you know, round four. I just believe from people I've spoken to it'll happen in the next few weeks. Get it over and done with. Yeah. Let him get on with the work. I'm probably with you. Uh, Kane Corns had this to say about the Crows being all in with Matthew Nix. They're all in now. They've had some big recruits. They've had some great draft picks who have been on the list for a couple of years now. Well supported with veterans like Smith and Laird and Walker. And, And everyone would believe that they're ready to go. Now I think they will be. And the decision will be easy. And that will happen probably in the first, you know, quarter of the year. But if it doesn't go well... You sit back and you absorb more information. Mm, I think there's more than enough information. Matthew Nix is the right man for the Adelaide Football Club. Yeah, I'm with you, Roach. Uh, one more text. Your keys are safe at Alberton. They wouldn't even be able to tell what they are keys. Uh, they're more familiar with the old coat hanger. The Y coat hanger, Roach. Mm. <laughs> hey, boom, boom. Mm. I only read them out, Roach. Mm. Hey, four o'clock news coming up. And then the time on a journalistic masterpiece. Oh, yes. Known as Roachie's Roast. A few of them crap. Yeah, gravy. I'll be stirring the gravy. Is this a good one? Will this go down in the annals of history? Is it provocative? It's thought-provoking. Oh, that's not a big sell. <laughs> <laughs> the Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Three minutes past four, Kimbo on the reach with you live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Very overcast this morning. Then it was quite humid, Roach. Still humid out there, I would imagine. We're in our air-conditioned studio here, but 31.6 degrees outside. Uh, you may not have found the correct answer yet. We're just trying to find it. But a couple of texts coming through again, Roach. We did this earlier yesterday or last week. Hi, boys. Do you have to buy tickets for Friday night's trial game? It's a good question because a mate of mine on Saturday was telling me he's a port member and he had to do something through Ticketek where you had to pay something like $5 for a free ticket. I thought now, you could I just... Couldn't, when he said that to me, I said, you paid $5 for a free ticket. He said, yeah, I'm trying to work my way through that one too. Well, I thought if you showed your membership, 
you could just get in. We did check on it. So with some confusion, we apologise. If you know the correct answer, by all means, send us a text, mm. uh, courtesy of Mourn Team Hyundai yeah, Chelsea. Bear in mind, this is a limited capacity and yep. you've got massive membership of two clubs. I know. So there needs to be some sort of ticketing system. Yep. And I think the way it was explained to me was the $5 is then to ensure that you actually then use that ticket if you get Madrift yeah, rather I'd, than just I'd load do. up. But we're not saying it with any no, confidence. No. So we've we need got to. Check to it out. I just saw during the break. I saw Bumfluff Benny. He's getting on to Port Adelaide. We'll, we'll get someone on out. if we can. Oh, here we go. Another one on the keys. Can Kimbo's missing keys possibly match the hype surrounding Warner's missing baggy green? <laughs> Will it be front page of the advertiser tomorrow? Maybe check inside your jacket pocket. No, no. Uh, Jamie, a lovely girl that works in the media department, said, "Kim, did you didn't leave it in the car, did you?" You leave your keys in the yeah, car. I yeah. said, Jamie, I'm not female. Oh. Uh, oh. I said it with a smile, Rich. Wow. Uh, you didn't lose your jacket as well, did you? No, I didn't have a jacket on, just the shorts. Thank you, Modry Mac, for the concern. All right, Rich. I'm stirring the gravy again. They say it's going to be 100 degrees, even more maybe. But that won't stop the road. Make the gravy. Roots delivers the roast. Who are you roasting today? Oh, I'm going to get very nostalgic. Oh, very romantically well, nostalgic. It's an I ode. Will I tear up? You might, because it seemed to affect you yesterday. Because this Ooh. is an ode to the humble match report. Okay. Ah, oh, I love it. So, Kim, today we roast the demise of a grand old ritual of our lives, the humble match report. You mentioned the joy you found on Saturday. By unfolding the paper to read the match review of the Crows' internal trial at Port Lincoln on Friday evening, mm -hmm. complete with how the teams lined up and changed. Now, it is a lost pleasure, isn't it? Yeah. The match report of the weekend's footy games is gone, sadly replaced by a smorgasbord of five key points from the match that has had saturation coverage on radio, mm. television, and now that life-changing digital space, the internet. Mm. It's been a slow and painful death. Now, those of us with ink in our veins were told in the late 1970s that match reports were on death row when the fans were glued to television screens. Remember the big replay? Was part of it? Oh, Rich. Oh, that was late 80s. But great writers, such as All-Australian West Torrens goal-kicking hero Jeff Kingston. And you. Thank you. Found a way with his creative talent to make you still mm. want to pick up the paper on Monday morning to read his view of a game played 36 or 48 hours earlier. Mm. Now, he kept the match report relevant and alive. Now, that is a skill. Yep. Four decades later, not only has the match report vanished, so have the great writers who've made the match reports a must-read ritual the morning after a game. The sad parade of losses from the press box continued last week with two giants of sports writing, Michael Lynch from the World Game, mm. And Peter Laylor from Cricket leaving Fairfax and News Corp empires respectively. And we wish them well with whatever their next phase of life is. The experience and talent lost to the media ranks during the past five years is quite a tragedy. For sport, for the fans and the young aspiring journalists who need great mentors. We've all had them in life. I had some magnificent <laughs> mentors when I entered the advertising. Well, why don't you afford some of your time to some of these youngsters, Rooch? Taking not? all your knowledge to the grave? What? Stop <laughs> charging them. The match report died recently when the media bosses started to say the sporting public doesn't have the time to digest a deep and meaningful read on a football game. 
Kim, you might have been the exception to the rule on Saturday. Mm. Now, when the New York Times, the New York Times shut down its sports section last year, a columnist in Washington wrote of the public's modern habits. He said, results and statistics are available in real time. Get them on your phone. Waiting for scores and standings to appear the following morning is now like a black and white silent movie in a TikTok world. Mm. That's where we're at. So did you miss the game? Why read about it? Here are the highlights direct in your inbox for you to watch whenever you want. There they are. You've caught up. The highlights don't tell you the story. Exactly. Now, people say it's as simple as that. All you need to know or someone has decided you need to know can be put in a 45-second highlight package. You can watch on your phone, your laptop, your desktop desktop while you're using the boss's internet. So the match report became doomed. It is doomed. But here's the key question, Kim. In 10 or 20 years' time, when someone wants to know what actually happened at Adelaide Oval in round 10, where will they go to find those well-written match reports? They're not going to be there. So we have lost one of the greats of our sporting rituals, haven't we? Yeah, well, I I enjoy it. And, uh, you know, you need to value the person's opinion that's writing the articles. I haven't cut you off here, have I? No, 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 that's it. That that was nice, Rooch. But what it should get back to, like when I read what uh, Simeon had put, it updated me because there wasn't a lot of vision. It was on the Crows uh, website. Um, But it it told me who played in which side, when they switched over, how many minutes each player got. So I found it informative. Mm. And I still find reading about games informative if people have a valued opinion. Like if someone says to me why they persevere with player X at centre-half back when he's clearly not big enough, strong enough, it's the third week he's played there, I think, oh, that person's watching, he's attentive, he's got a fair point. Um, So I think people that really love the game value opinions like that and the true match report. And then as a player, of course, if you don't make the best players, God. Oh, we've heard your Crikey. stories there. Can, can you still have those visions? I Alan Shill came up here one day. Oh, Rooch. now, now. He'd had a few frothies. Now, now. You, you kicked a couple. I said, <laughs> I kicked five. <laughs> I still have visions of going to school, Woodville High. Yep. Catching the train at Albert. Monday See, a lot morning. of people question that. That I went to school. Yeah. <laughs> I tell people I went to the Remand Centre, but anyway. Uh but Monday mornings, people with the big broadsheet of the advertiser trying to fold it on a train because mm. they wanted to read about the footy on a Saturday. And that yep. was something amazing. The game was 48 hours old. And craftsmen such as Jeff Kingston, did I ever tell you about the one that really, like, he, he'd seen Port Adelaide and South play mm. at Albert and Oak. South had won, a rare thing. And he's going, well, how can I write this? about the shock, the horror that Port Adelaide fans had at losing to South at home. Mm. I mean, that, that, that's not supposed to happen. And I've got to deliver this theme 48 hours after the game. Anyway, he, he started his match report about how he had watched a father and son who had gone to the game, you know, that traditional yep. thing, Port Adelaide, and how angry the father was. And then the son having to be having this perplexed thought, but then coming to understand the generational thing of understanding what losing at Alberta meant. You know, he led his match report with that. Do you reckon the outrage we got? The f- switchboard lit up at the times mm. because he took that theme. But he made people read. He made people read about a game that was 48 hours very old. Very good journalist. understand what this game was all about. And a very good footballer too. Yes. Number 10, wasn't he? 
Yes, and cut oh, down. You didn't even remember you weren't confident. Cut though. down by knee, knee injury. injury yeah. yeah, he was number 10 for West Ham. Yeah, I just got the position sure. yep, of him. Uh, remember that as a uh, from Wagga Wagga. Hey, uh, Rooch, need to go to a break. Running mm. a little bit late. Uh, a nice roast, uh, Roochie Rooch. Rooch. Uh, Lucas from the Port Adelaide Footy Club got back to us. It's free entry but limited capacity. Capped at six thousand. First in best dressed. Okay. And someone replying to your five dollar one, Rooch said, uh, "Paying five dollars is for Fremantle preseason game. Oh, okay. The trial match is first in best dressed. We right, appreciate okay. the correspondence. Time to go to a break." The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Eighteen on a Tuesday afternoon. We're going to have to get, what's her name, Agatha Christie or Mrs Marple's onto this, Roach? Send a text through to Daniel Norton asking, how'd the group email go? Any good luck? He said, absolute, Jack. <laughs> it's one of life's great mysteries with a hands-in-the-air emoji. Well, in 100 years' time, they'll redevelop the grandstand. They'll pull up those pillars and there'll be this set of keys. I don't think so, Rich. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something profound there. <laughs> well, that's, they've probably fallen into a crack in the... Oh, dear. I don't know where they've gone. There's someone talking about that. There's a couple of uh, rather risque texts coming through. <laughs> Humorous, but I can't read them out. Oh. Uh, here's one. Well done to Daniel Norton, another person who left 5AA and flourished. <laughs> oh, that's Mario. Oh, dear. He's one of the great guys of the world, Daniel Norton. I love him. He's been at Port now for, what, 16 years, I think. Oh, a fair while. Does a, a wonderful job. Yes. and. Uh, our heart goes out to you and your lovely wife and your family and friends because you lost your mother-in-law only a few weeks yeah, ago, Norts. Indeed. You're a bloody ripper. Uh, I used to value your career, Rucci. Now all you write is Port Adelaide propaganda with Ken and Koshi as your two editors. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, Chopsy said that. Right. Here's another one. Uh, I am proud to say this is on the back of your Rucci's roast. I am proud to say I've never read an article written by Graham Corns. Oh. All right. Each to their own. I actually like Cornsey's articles. Yes, I do too. I find myself agreeing with most of them. Mm. Roach. Hello. Oh, this could be a serious serious one. Uh, Roach had some magnificent mentors, Jeepers. They didn't help much then, did they? Oh, (laughs) I didn't know that was coming, Mm. Roach. I did have some very good mentors. Uh, You did. No, but Roach, you were one of the great journos. Thank you. Unfortunately, you used to get agendas sometimes. You, You used... You used your great skill for evil on many occasions, Ooh. especially against me, you prick. <laughs> uh, the fee is a booking fee. Yeah, I, I just couldn't get over that. So you pay $5 for a free ticket. You yeah. have to have a booking fee for a free ticket. Well, Costa describes this beautifully. He just yeah. sent through a text. He said, yeah, guys, I had the same problem. So I registered me and my son, Costa, it's my son and I, uh, for the Crows <laughs> v West Coast friendly match tickets. Mm-hmm. And I had to go through Ticket Tech, yeah. pay a $5 administration fee per ticket. So essentially for two free tickets, because we're both 12 game members and he's only 10 years old, as a junior, I still have to pay $11 to go. I get it. It's weird, isn't it? A booking fee for a free ticket. Here's another one. The $5 ticket is for the Fremantle game. Yeah. Uh, for this week's game, just show your membership. That's from Lynn. G'day, Linny Lou. All right, we need to jump into another break. Do we want to do a quick grab, Rooch? Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we can't. They're all a little bit longer. Okay. I, want to, I want us to hear from Ben Keyes, who spoke a little earlier. 
with Dwayne Russell. And uh, Meet Baines, the CEO of the Western Bulldogs. Interesting he, football team, that one. Yeah, he was asked some really good questions from Jared Waitley this morning. So we'll get to that after this break. This is Kimba on the Root Chicken. Have your say. Get on the Montine Hyundai Cheltenham text line 0427 154 166. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Nearly 4.27 on a Tuesday afternoon. 31.8 degrees outside. Still a little warm and muggy. Let's go to the phones, Rooch. Uh, no name. Mystery caller. Hello. Hello. Hello, is that the great Kim Dillon and Michelangelo Rucci? Yes, it is. Well, it's, uh, it's us, not necessarily great. What this can is, we do um, for you? David Wildey, I've got some good news and bad oh, news for you, Kim. Willie, what's happening? Good news and bad news. Which one should we start with? Quick, the news well, is the coming bad news, but The bad news was Kim lost his keys and we were all looking forever and ever about it. But the good news is I've found them. Oh, you are joking. Did you did you pick them up accidentally? Your keys are exactly the same. You even got that bottle opener the same as mine. Oh, and you asked my... me and I looked and said no. I so, don't read hey, you. I thought, I, thought you'd be, I thought you'd be happy. Well, I am happy, but you're a dickhead because I rang you and you said, no, no, I've got my hands in my pocket. I haven't got them. No, you rang me and I was in the car and I looked down, picked up the keys, said, no, nah, they're mine. And then I said, I, you know, I felt so bad for you, but I'm just driving into work now. And uh, I looked in the console and there's a, there's keys in my hand and there's keys in the console. But <laughs> shit, that's Kimbo's. Oh, well, but I'm going to drop him in and I'm dropping him in in about 15 minutes. Oh, I'll hang around. Oh, well, I'll still be on here. Uh, I love you, Willie. I do appreciate it. Oh, that is hilarious because... Daniel Norton, the Port Adelaide Football Club have gone uh, beyond the cause to yes, try and have. help find them. I and have. Lucas, so Daniel yep. had to drive me home. So send him a carton of beer. Uh, me and Norton's get on well, but I, I know how bad it is when you lose a house key and a, a shack key and your car key. So as I said, it's good and bad, but it's ended up good for you. Oh, no, I'm happy with that, Willie. Uh, that is uh, funny. Hey, uh, we'll see you soon. I appreciate that. And, hey, uh, David, I lost my wallet there today. I found it, Roots. It had nothing in it except moss. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys. Well done. Uh, Thanks, Willie. You can hear him on Sports Day today with Dan. Well, it was just ridiculous. Um, And and young Lucas as well looked around for about an hour. Uh, This is probably boring people to death. Anyway, oh, that is good news. I rang him. I rang Tom Wren. I rang Vicky Schwartz from Channel 9. I rang Corey Norris. Who else? I I rang you, Roots. Henry Ford. Yeah, and Big Willie said, "No, no, no, well, I haven't got them, mate. I haven't got them. I've wow. got my, I've got my keys in my hand now. Anyway, it's done. It's done. It's, it's done. done. Cooper Murley, he hasn't got my keys. We're chatting to him next. Who's Cooper? Well, he's with Collingwood for two years now. Back, he's at, back at the parade. Looking forward to chatting to him. Oh.
The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Four thirty-three, Kimbo and the Roots. You get in touch through the Mornteen Hyundai Cheltenham text line zero four two seven one five four one double six. After David Wheelie inadvertently picking up my keys after I spoke to him twice, he said, "No, I don't have them. I don't have them. I had my own keys in my pocket." He realised he did. A few texts coming through. You roosters aren't too bright. Yes. Uh, well done, Wildy, You big fire hose. Of course, David, a former fiery. Yep, a fireman. Uh, here's another one. Uh, that w- this was like an episode of Seinfeld where a Kramer lookalike found your keys. Boom, boom. Does anyone believe Treadway will not be controversial this season? And if he is, is there a code of conduct for him to abide by? And is there a form of penalty that could be enforced? I must say I'm concerned as to club harmony. That's from Chris. Well, Chris, as David Kosh made known on the Eddie Corns podcast last week, Mm -hmm. there is a charter for every Port Adelaide director to adhere to. And confidentiality is one of the key issues of it. So it is a tightrope that he walks, Warren Treadray. Yeah, it was interesting. One Port official said today, if we win the premiership this year and it's because of Warren, we'll be more than happy. I'm sure they will be, as we all were when Alan Scott was proven wrong. Exactly, and I'm sure Woz will claim credit for it too. All right, let's go on to our next guest, Roach. Now, now. Uh, Now, our next guest, Roach, well, he was drafted to the Collingwood Football Club, picked 49 at the end of 2021 after impressing in his under-18 year. But after two years... With Collingwood, he finds himself back at his home club at Norwood. Cooper Murley joins us. Hello, Cooper. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Home. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Now, a little birdie tells me you might have been on the practice uh, driving range today. Is that right? Uh, that's correct, yes. Yeah. Well, if you're going to put your swing up on Instagram, you need to improve it a bit. It's a bit like a dunny door with your follow-through there, Cooper. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was, uh, believe me when I, when I say it, it was the only bad shot. But... <laughs> I love it. I, uh, I had the worst swing ever. still have. Um, how was your two years at Collingwood? Were you disappointed um, that they didn't keep you on? Or was it a great experience? Um. Oh, great experience. I mean, it was everything I ever dreamed of. and It's, it's all I ever wanted to do um, from a very young age. But, um, you know, I can speak on behalf of, I guess, everyone who's delisted by an AFL club. It is disappointing, but, mm. um, you know, that dream's certainly not over. Um, you know, I'm only 20 years of age, so yep. still feel like I've got so much to give. Um, but in terms of experience, I mean, um, there's not a lot of young 18-year-olds that go into a football club that's so yep. dominant. Um, for the past two years and to be a part of a, an AFL team that wins the grand final is pretty special. Hey, uh, Cooper, correct us if we're wrong, but you have been likened as a uh, the way you play the game, like Zach Butters. Uh, do you agree with that similar style? Um, yeah, I'd probably say in my 18s, um, in my draft year, probably a little bit more similar to the way Zach Butters play. Um, I played more of a midfield role in my mm. draft year um, and then spent almost two years on the Collingwood list as a small forward and played a little bit on the wing. Um, but, yeah, now now that I'm back at Nord, I'm sort of hoping I can get back into that midfield role and, um, you know, play with confidence again. Cooper, everything that Collingwood puts out about Craig McRae, the premiership-winning coach, is, mm. 
of an image of a man you want to hug because it seems like it's all very encouraging. It's all very positive. It's all very much that you want to be a part of his journey. What's he like when he has to be tough? Um, he's very authentic. Um, yeah. You know, I've got a lot, a lot of time and um, respect for Fly um, in, on, in what he's been able to do in the two years that he's been at the footy club already. But, um, yeah, he's real authentic. Um, you know, he doesn't try and sugarcoat anything. And mm. um, the way he gets his message across when trying to be tough, um, you know, he does it so clearly. And, um, you know, he's obviously had to have a lot of tough conversations within mm. those two years that he's been there. But, um, you know, clearly he gets the message across really well. So what was his parting message for you? Um, yeah, it was. A, I guess it's, it was pretty disappointing to hear, but, um, you know, he credited, to, uh, credited me on, on the year that I'd had and, um, you know, I walked away from year one and needed to do a few things in yeah. the off-season, um, which I came back at the start of the year and, you know, I'd put on weight, um, was physically stronger um, and he commended me on... Uh, on all of that mm. and said that the door certainly isn't shut um, you know he said he still sees a lot in me and um, you know maybe somewhere down the track I can find myself on an AFL list again but um, yeah the nicest part to hear was um, given the improvement I'd still made in 2023 mm. um, the fact that he still saw that was yeah left me with a lot of respect for him Good. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the dream is still alive. We see it so often now, and you'd, you'd be very aware of it, Cooper, where players are still getting picked mm. up, you know, into their late 20s now. Um, yeah. Their form conquers everything, So, and I'm sure you'll find some form. Hey, let's have a look at some of the highlights. This might be a weird one, but you win the grand final last night, and uh, last year, and I, I believe uh, the Norm Smith medalist, uh, Bobby Hill, uh, you were his driver. His nickname's Normie now, but you were his driver the next day. Was that a bit of fun? Uh, yeah, no, it was fun. I I got the pleasure of living with Bobby um, throughout all of 2023, and um, you know we sort of clicked from the day he walked in the footy club. So yeah, we created a very special bond throughout last year, and um, still keep in contact today. But um, yeah, he was a very very busy man after Grand Final day. All right, let's bring it to the now. You're back at Norwood, uh, a club where you're originally from, Teetry Gully, but uh, you played with Norwood. Jade Rawlings, how's he been since you've been back there? Yeah, sensational. Um, I had a few chats with him in early November last year about returning back to the footy club. And, um, yeah, uh, after meeting with him, I was pretty certain um, that that's where I wanted to go and made it easier given that I'd played my junior football there as well. So, um, but, yeah, he's been very welcoming. Um, you know, I've, he's made me feel very valued and appreciated in the squad there. And, um, yeah, he's superb. He's got a world full of knowledge and um, he's obviously spent time in the AFL system as well so mm. um, he understands where I'm coming from and um, yeah he's been superb so far. Uh, we spoke to Will, Swelling, uh, Will Snelling uh, last week and we're surprised how many players that come back to the sample don't go to their original club. Uh, Will's gone to Sturt when he was a former West Adelaide player. Uh, how much interest did you attract from other clubs? Um not, not so much interest. I, um, my manager did put some feelers out to, to other Central clubs and um, I did meet with Central's um, before meeting with Nord and their pitch was, was very, very good. Um, they've got a young side um, and obviously saw them play finals last year as well. So they've got a lot of potential and, um, yeah, in terms of, I guess, the other feelers, I think 
I met with Nord second and then um, was pretty set to go back there and um, yeah, didn't really waste much more time on, on putting feelers out and where else I'd go. So, Cooper, was there the option to stay in Melbourne? Like we saw with Jared Polder that stayed in the VFL system to get his second chance. Did you have that option as well or why did you think that the Sanford was the best place to come to? Um, yeah, I spoke with my manager about that mm. um, prior to the delisting and um, discussed whether that would be an option. But, um, you know, I guess there is probably greater exposure um, within the AFL, obviously being based in Melbourne. But, mm. um, yeah, for me, I was pretty keen to get back home, um, be amongst my friends and family. And, um, you know, I know that the sample is also a very, very strong competition and, um, yeah, you often see a lot of mature ages get drafted from the sample. So, yep. um, yeah, it was almost a no-brainer for me. Um, if I can get to play footy where I played my junior football and be amongst my friends and family, that was, um, yeah, made it pretty easy. Mm. And did you know that former teammate Alistair Lord, who had 10 years at the Bombers and was drafted in the same year as you, would be going back to Norwood? Um, yeah, it's funny you say that. I actually, after I met with Norwood, um, I contacted him and asked if he'd been approached or was looking at going back there, and um, uh, which he replied yes. So we developed a pretty strong friendship um, in our draft year. So, um, yeah, to both be able to come back to where we played our junior footy is pretty special. Well, How's the pre-season treated you? Yes. Uh, it's been long. It's been tough, yeah. um, as they always are, but... Yeah, we're getting to the back end now and getting closest to practice games, which is, um, yeah, it's exciting. So we're in real good stead, um, real fit at the moment. Um, we've got a, a real young group. So, yeah, I'm excited to see what we can do in 2024. Yeah, well, Nord will be looking to bounce back after an indifferent season last year. Your first practice games against North Adelaide on March the 9th at the parade. It's a 2:10 game on Saturday. And then on Saturday the 16th, you take on South Adelaide at 10 past one at Flinders University Stadium. Your first game of the year is against Sturt at home on March the 28th, so still a month away. Cooper, we'll watch your progress with interest. We hope yes. to speak to you right throughout the year. We hope you have a ripping season. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks Good for luck, having Cooper. me on. There he is, Cooper Murley. Uh, he speaks really well. Yeah. Some interesting insiders. Uh, McRae goes about his business as well. I know. Like, uh, draft pick 49. Yeah, well. You get two years in the system. You'd take those two years, wouldn't you? Oh, it's a great life yeah. experience. Absolutely. Heartbreaking, though. Yep. Um, we're live in Interactive Roach, 4.44 on a Tuesday afternoon. The Mornteen Hyundai Cheltenham text line, 0427154166. Now that my keys have been found, uh, Costa sent through another text. One less thing that Rucci needs to cover up for the Port Adelaide Footy Club. Boom, boom. Hey, do you like that one? Uh, Kim, why... There was why... no guilt of Port Adelaide making here. Yeah, Kim, why do you still have a bottle opener? Everything is twist top now. Well, no, not No, not, all not everything. No, that's from Jeffrey. Hello, Absolutely Jeffrey. Absolutely not. I've got to admit, I don't use the... Um, I don't think I've ever used the bottle opener that's on there. No. That's with the old shack keys. Hey, Rooch. Yes. A little earlier today... Uh, actually, on Dwayne's show, Ben Keyes was on there. Let's have a listen to Keyesy. Uh, obviously, Dwayne O would ask the question regarding the uh, yes. non-allowed goal. Uh, Keyesy was, yeah, if he was surprised the AFL didn't do more to improve the goal review system. Uh, no, look, it, it was something unprecedented. I, I don't think it'll happen again just with the, you know, the technology we've got. Yeah, look, it, it would have been nice if there was sort of a different rule, sort of similar to the soccer where the 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 video official could, could override the, the call straight away um, just before play uh, sort of 
panned out. But, yeah, they, they played on quick and, um, yeah, so the moment was gone. But, yeah, look, it's a little tiny loophole in the, the system that I'm sure will get closed with. Uh, obviously, the goal umpires would be aware of it and they're probably going to, yeah, call for more reviews and um, if that if that situation ever happens again. But, yeah, look, it's, it's not one of those things. You don't really want to spend too much time on it. Um, fact of the matter is, yeah, we... Um, you know, squandered some chances earlier in the season anyway, so um, had to come down the last game. So, uh, yeah, sometimes you need a bit of luck, but also kind of create your own luck throughout the whole season. So, yeah, we looked at it uh, as a total sort of uh, a total total outlook on the season rather than just that one game. Interesting. Well, Ken Hinckley used the word luck today. Yep. We need a lot of it in this life and in sport. Yep. Yes. Well, to quote Jared Waitley, or actually to misquote him, the AFL keeps promising of the world. With goal review debacle to help them bounce back. Our GM Adam Kelly was good. He was talking to me in the days after and uh, getting around me. But look, we, we were all sort of feeling it. I don't think it was. Uh, it's really a me thing. It was pretty much the whole, nearly the whole state of South Australia was probably feeling the same. So um, yeah, we supported each other, uh, got through it, and yeah, hopefully use it as fuel to, to bounce back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You think you need to use that for fuel? Lost seven games by under two goals, didn't yeah. they, Rich? I think they've got a fair bit. To inspire them without reflecting on that one. Where are the Western Bulldogs at, Richie Rootroach? Hey? They are one of the more mysterious packages. We are series. hearing that Tim English will be going back to WA. That would just be a massive loss. Huge loss. Um, let's hear from Amit Baines, who's the CEO of the Western Bulldogs. First, he was asked whether Bailey Smith's injury complicates ah. his recontracting. This was on Waitley. It possibly does. It possibly simplifies it as well in the sense that um, there's going to be no football played, obviously, um, or you don't expect there to be any football played across the year. So um, the different variables that go into to making decisions about um, your future and the contract and things like that are significant ones taken away. So um, we'll continue to um, you know, navigate that. I think our primary want has been to support Bailey obviously um, through the, the rehab and the first few weeks and months are the most challenging part of that, particularly once games start playing and, and you obviously have the, the sense of missing out. Um, but I know Sam Power um, is in regular contact with Paul Connors uh, around that and would obviously love Bailey to stay. Did you have any thought around, well, here's the security blanket. Here's the, we'd love to sign you now as you embark on your rehab. Yeah. And, and look, they've been, um, conversations that have been um, in train and, and, and certainly something that has been referenced from our end as well. Um, I think the the exclusive focus almost has been getting through this initial phase of, of rehab and um, clearing some of those significant physical hurdles first and foremost. Um, but that is something that we're keen to do and um, yeah, definitely want Bailey at the club beyond this year. It's not easy being a list manager. We heard Chris Davies talk about it today. Not ideal giving people four and five years contract, but mm, in the current you have climate, no choice. Yeah, you have no choice. That is a really interesting one because was, someone else will probably do it if they don't. Was Essendon in the main suitor last time? Geelong, wasn't it? Geelong, yeah. Yeah, I think from memory. Okay. Uh, by all means, correct me if I am wrong. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. We're not as scared as we were in the bow and arrow days, as Neil Craig called, of players coming back from knee injuries. Are no, we? no, that's normally they're normally successful mm. with that. But uh, he's very honest. It does complicate things. He'd be telling a porky if it didn't. Yeah. Um, a lot of talk about Tim English and Jamara Eugle Hagen. Uh, here's a meet Baines again, saying they're hopeful of getting deals done. A bit of mm. work to be done. 
We'd certainly love to to do that. Um, the possibility is that they can um, drag out. I think the only um, reason they would would be around term and tenure as we we get into the nuts and bolts of what that looks like. I think the the starting point of of the want of both club and player is really positive. So with that being the the um, the starting point, you hope that it can get done in a in a timely manner. But there's always a possibility that it that it drags out. And um, I think what we've seen as more of a trend in in recent times as well is that um, some higher profile contracts have taken longer to get done. And I think ultimately becomes a um, a choice for the player and how well they're coping with it and, and how does their football go. Some tend to cope really well and it has no impact. They just go out and play their footy so they can um, compartmentalise it. Others, it starts to, to weigh on their mind a bit and um, it becomes in the interest of both parties to get the deal done sooner. So um, we'll, we'll see where it lands with both. Our SEN socials in Melbourne last week asked the question, you could only choose one. So which one are you going to concentrate on in getting the first signature? English? Or Jamara, which would you work? Well, you've got the astronaut up forward, so you've got a good forward. Um, it's an interesting question. Uh, Ruckman are really hard to get, Roach, so Tim English would be... David Wildey's just returned my key, so well done, Saga David. is now finished. Thank you, oh, Big Willie. David. I'll talk to you shortly. Uh, I would probably go... There's a lot There's a lot of upside with Jamara Ugal Hagen. He's just starting to hit his straps, but I'd probably say Tim English. Right? And Jamara was the popular choice. Was it? Among the fans or the respondents. Yeah. Jamara was the one. I was surprised with that too. I'm with you. I'd go English. Yeah, I would go English, yeah. But that was a question uh, without notice. Hey, uh, we've got time. I want to hear from Mark Bickley. He spoke this morning about the uh, Crows at Link. Uh, uh, this was his take on Riley Thilthorpe. I found this interesting, becoming a meaningful player. Oh, Looks like to me Riley Thilthorpe is going to, you know, be a meaningful player. Now, people will say, oh, what, you know, what do you mean he's a meaningful player already? No, he's not. Last year he got dropped for the last game of the year. And so I think he's, it looks like he's taken that the right way. He looks fitter. He looks stronger. He's had a great preseason, if you listen to everyone. Took two or three contested marks early in the match on the weekend. So I'm hoping, as, you know, I'm not the only one that said this, that he can make that jump and be a – a really, really good player for Adelaide this year. I like that terminology, meaningful player. Meaningful uh, player. I think we all want to see the explosiveness of Isaac ranking around the ball. There's going to be some serious juggling, as there is at Port Adelaide as well, which we spoke about when we are at the club today. You know, what happens with Willem Drew mm. when you've got the three young key guns in there, then you've got yep. Wines as well. Yep. Where's Bokey going to play? Will he get a wing? Will Bergman play on the wing? Will he be in defence? Where does that leave... Um, Ryan Burton, mm-hmm. you know, his position as well. There's a lot of questions to be answered, but here's Bix talking about Rankin playing up the ground. I think if he plays close to goal, like you'd think most weeks he's going to have three or four shots on goal. Mm. So good weeks he's going to kick four goals and, you know, maybe not so good weeks he might kick two. Um, so you work that out. That's that's a 50 to 60 goal small forward. If he spends time up the ground and, and you know, meaningful time, you're sort of robbing yourself of having that really smart forward. Mm, I get it. Interesting choices. And it was also interesting when we were at Port today talking about the midfield. And I did say this last week, Rich, it doesn't concern me at all. I'm banking on midfielders kicking at least a goal a game. And when I say that, I mean Rosie and Horn Francis. And Butters? Lesser Butters. I think Butters will be more midfield minutes. I think we'll see. I'll be surprised if I'm wrong, but I'd be happy to say that Horn Francis and Connor Rosie Mm. will be ahead of Butters when it comes to goal kicking. Okay. Spending more time up there. Right. 
because uh, we know that Zaki's mm. taken his midfield game to another level. Yes. Whereas uh, the art of playing as a high forward and the ability for Connor Rosie to mark overhead as well and Jason Horn francis mm. as per our interview where he says he's got a few more tricks to show up mm. forward. So we can't wait, Rooch. Uh, we're nearly done for another day. It's been an eventful day. Uh, we appreciate all the texts that are coming through. Here's one just to finish on. Speaking of signings, why is Borlase not on the senior list? He looked very good last year, and Bucks talked him up at the recent internal trial. Set a half back for the next 10 years. That's from Matt in Brizzy. Well, he's on the list anyway. He's on the list. senior list, but we know now the rookie list is virtually the senior list anyway. So yeah. what, what difference does it make except for your pay? And uh, he was in the Probables in the first trial game as yes. well. Yes, see what happens this week at Alberton. That wraps it up for a Tuesday. Kane Corns next with Jared Healy, who had a crack at you. Roach will be back tomorrow. Good night, everyone. <laughs>